And welcome back to yet another episode of the My Opinion Doesn't Matter podcast. I am here once again with the lovely Melissa. Say hi to the people once again. It is good to hear from you, even though it is going to be a little bit interesting for the recording as uh, we're having to um, uh, reach you via cell phone due to the trying times we're in. But the show must indeed go on, Melissa. Don't you agree? It does. It does. I've uh, been very sad because we haven't recorded you and I in a while. I haven't recorded any episodes that I posted in almost a month. We had such a large back catalog to start our show that I that it it, it kind of worked out time wise because I know I I had planned a vacation in mid March, so we had to do a whole bunch of episodes um before I was gonna leave. And then it turned out that this, that this whole pandemic happened right in the middle of all of that. So it was so so. But now now we have to do what every other show on the on TV and every other radio show was doing, and um, uh, having to come to you, um, uh, having to come to you via only one person and try trying to connect to all of his other friends and buddies and co-hosts. So I, I know last week we had tried to do an episode that that I'm, I'm um I didn't quite get posted yet. I'm gonna try and get that figured out a little bit more. Um, but, um, it's definitely been an interesting experience having to record this way after just starting a brand new show and just trying to learn how to do podcasting to begin with the normal way. Aren't we so happy that we had that idea to back record though? I, I, you know, I had a bad feeling and <laughs> going on a phone, we wanted to make sure that we had enough, uh, content to keep it going and that all this crap shoot happened and no, no, absolutely. No, it was definitely nice just having, I mean, I mean, especially just the amount of different people that we've already had and the amount of people interested in coming on the show in the future, obviously, when things clear up. Um, um, uh, but, you know, I, I, I know I've had a whole bunch of um, 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 a whole bunch of messages prior to all of this of people uh, that wanted to be on the show, and a couple of them were able to get on right before things got crazy. Um, one being Angela, who came on with Jacob a couple episodes back, and um, I was... You, you know, we are always, always taking requests from people. If you have someone to say, you're more than welcome to shoot me a message. And if we like what you have to say, you might have a chance to stay on the show. Especially now that we're doing this all remotely, very easy for me to just call you. <laughs> very simple to oh, do that. Right. Like, like you know, you know, you know, I, we we don't have to plan. You know, for you to get ready. Like, I'm in a really crappy pair of sweatpants that are far too big for me, and a shirt that I would never wear in public. But it's fine because no one else is here to look at me. It's great. <laughs> Yes, yes, I, I am wearing pants. My cat attacks bare legs, so I have to wear pants. There really isn't much of a choice I have. <laughs> but these pants are so baggy that if he tries to attack these, all I feel is like is like the wind just brush against the back of my calf because there's so much pant he has to grab. Well, yeah, there you go. I also know that with, um, with people talking about... I, I've had a couple people talk to me about wanting to be on the show and one of them is i'm going to shout him out again i shouted him out in a couple episodes ago but nolan uh one of my good friends and a very very loyal listener he listens to everything and as soon as that episode drops you know at, right when i shouted him out he got me left and he goes hey thanks for the shout out Woohoo! and he's like i want to be on it so you know we'll have to get him on eventually too oh absolutely and then today yeah, we'll definitely yeah. absolutely. We do, we do have a special guest. You have one. You have him over there with you, though. So why don't you go and introduce him? The one lovely thing about this quarantine, as if there is something, is that I get to spend all the time with my lovely fiance, who's only you know wanted to kill me a couple times, and I've only wanted to kill him a couple times. But Matt is here with us. Help I can, me. <laughs> I can only imagine what it's like to be quarantined with you, Melissa. So Matt, I I, wow. I, I feel your pain. I lived with her for three days and that was enough. Hey, it was enough. <laughs> hey, look, at the end of the day, I couldn't have chosen a better quarantine partner than uh, you know, Aww. Like, well, no, there are plenty of days where we had gotten on each other's nerves and just looked at each other and just yeah, we, we knew. It was like, all right, we're going to separate rooms. Neither of us are ever retiring. We just can't handle it. It's not, <laughs> it's not happening. Your love sickens me. It's painful. 
Because I had only met Matt before once prior to a couple prior to um, like I, I guess it'd be two months ago back when it was um, uh, we were celebrating someone's birthday was it I believe it was your birthday Melissa yes that was this, that was only the second time that I'd ever met Matt but the first time was when I I had gone to your guys' apartment and saw your vast collection of your pops figures I believe is what they're called I think you guys had sold yep. a bunch now but back then holy shit. <laughs> Y'all, how many do you guys have at one point? We we actually have a um, an app that is our collection, so that we can keep track of everything. And currently, we have how many? We're looking. <laughs> There's an actual app to count that. Yeah, there, we have a uh, 341 currently. Oh my god! It used, <laughs> it used to be over 400. Now, now, I I personally have never owned one of these things. So, what exactly is like? What is it about these pops? I know a bunch of other people collect them too. I see them everywhere. What is it about these that are, I guess, so enticing to collect for people? And why did you never open them? Like no one ever opens them. Uh, I noticed. So you don't open them because that diminishes the value. It's like any sort of like high-end collectible or anything like that. Like yeah, statues will take out of the box because you want to see them displayed and like how good they look but Funko Pops you can actually resell them there's certain ones I mean there's there's one out there that's worth I think like $13,000 yep um $13,000 for a little tiny yeah (laughs) I think they only made a very very limited amount of that one they made two of them oh yeah before they stopped production on it because they didn't have the rights for it I mean I Um, guess I can't too I guess I can't talk too much shit because I used to collect, well, back when I was a really little kid, I collected Yu-Gi-Oh cards and I used to have like 4,000 of those, but I was never the kid to leave them in a package. Like, like I would take them out, play with them, put my dirty hands all over them and they were ruined by the time I was 12 years old, but I fucking love those cards. When I got older, then I transferred over to football cards and I collected well over, God, at, at my peak, probably 5,000 cards. I have maybe about four four thousand ish left, and I'm trying to sell, I'm trying to sell a bunch of them, but it turns out no one likes football cards, so, <laughs> so I'm not having much luck with selling those. <laughs> There's tons of different types of collectors, like and even in this conversation, we've already gone through three. You know, there's Yu-Gi-Oh cards, there's football cards, there's baseball cards, there's Funko Pops and statues and things like that. And then I also collect, like, enamel pins from artists. And that's a completely different thing that those values. I can buy one for $30, and I had one that was worth two grand. I bought it. It was it was originally sold for $20, and it sold for 2000 two years later. Like, it's just, that was a different situation. One day I'll talk about the internet cult that I was in. Um, the what? <laughs> it's, it's a whole long, it's a crazy story. It's just, you know, I'm not going to ever say the name because I'm sure they would sue me. Oh, yeah. Because they're just crazy this is, like this that. Is, um, this is me being 100% but, honest with you. I've known you for almost 12 years. I've never, ever heard that story. That story definitely has to be told at some point. I, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. It's actually very, uh, I wouldn't say very recent, maybe the last like, year or two. And at first, it didn't feel like a cult. And then somewhere last year, I was like, oh, shit, we need to get out of this. But I also, you know, there's artists that make enamel pins, and I've gotten into that. I've gotten into wall art and actual gorgeous art to appreciate. But I think what we can do is, you know, after this episode, I can send you some pictures of my pop. That way we can, you know, for context, people can see these things. I can't show you how many I have. They're all in boxes, but... <laughs> no, we'll post it on the Instagram with the link to this episode. It'd be like if it just have no 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 caption, just bunch of pops. Go to the episode, you'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, man? Absolutely. I mean, some people don't even know what they are when I tell them, and then they're like, "Oh, I know what those are. Why do you have them?" 
Alright, so we had some technical difficulties there, but uh, for some reason the, the episode decided to stop recording, so I apologize. Melissa, you were talking about your pops and how, and how people were surprised at how, at how you had so many. I do apologize for the for the technical difficulties, but um, I'm a... No worries. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm sorry? No worries. <laughs> well, I know, I know, you know, kind of, you know, I guess using that to kind of transfer into our next topic. I know um, uh, one of the big things that we want to talk about today was something that we had mentioned earlier in, in an early episode. I, I want to say it was our second episode where, where I, I know both of us definitely have our own opinions um, about the school system and, and, and basically school school systems in general. And, and, and we're mainly, I think, talking about um, uh, the K through 12, not really going much into uh, university. I personally never went to an actual college, so I don't have much to speak on that. And um, I'm, 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 so there's not much of an opinion we can have about that. We, we're just going to assume that you guys are totally well taken care of and not hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. That does, that's, but we'll move on. We'll move on. We'll go just from K through 12. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to bring it over to you first, because I know this is something that you were brought up before. But but just kind of give us something, I guess, like like what in your experience was something that you definitely felt. Um, and, if, and, and if you have a story, go on with the story, no problem. But just something that you know, I guess what one example of something that you definitely felt um, um was either a um, something off-putting to you as a student, or something that you definitely felt was. Was a huge violation of, the, of maybe some kind of right that you thought that you should have had. Yeah, of course. And I was anyone who knows me, and especially my teachers. Everyone in like teachers loved me because I was a teacher's pet. One hundred percent. I will admit it any day of the week. And the reason that I did that was because if you ever notice, like everyone knows that every has their quote-unquote like star students the people that they go to with every question like if they know that it's a, t- a tough question they will always go to specific people and be like what do you think what do you think and my philosophy on it was I'm going to get more help if I am a star student and like if I have a question they are not going to not answer my question and I always thought that that was kind of messed up. And I also understand that there is, you know, there's 30 people in classes in Clarkson. We always had classes of 30 up to 35, I think. Does that sound great? Both of you guys went there as well. No, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was about 30, yeah. 35. It wasn't until we started getting into some of the crazy electives in 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 high school that maybe you'd be put in with put in with a, with a really big class. And obviously, if you were in band or gym, it would be different. So when it came to those classes, like what the most, like the best thing you could do for yourself was be the person that always was trying to answer questions and was trying to ask the questions that some people might have, but anyone's embarrassed to ask. Because if you're a good student and you ask a question that sounds like a quote unquote dumb question, nobody is going to roll their eyes and be like, this person. But there were people <laughs> in the class that were soft that didn't want to ask and they were scared that people would make fun of them and I thought that was bullshit. No, I definitely agree with you there, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't so much the teachers, there's not much you can do about that, but it's just like, there was a lot of very, uh, like, micro-bullying that would happen in situations like that and that pissed me off because nobody did anything about it. And then my, my other main issue is you and I now work in the mortgage industry, and we've learned how much. My first week, I learned so much. And it's like, why the fuck am I taking standardized fucking tests about, you know, algebra and fucking calculus and all this crazy shit that 99% of people don't use in their daily lives but they couldn't teach me how to manage my credit score, manage my bills, and with an actual realistic income. And, like, those type of things. Nobody told me how to apply for an apartment. Nobody told me how to apply for a credit card or, you know, the steps that you would need to take to be an actual high-functioning fucking adult. And, like, 
they talk about they need to bring home X masks. How many people know how to change a tire? Like that need to just everyone needs to know how to fucking do that. Everyone needs to know how to make food and do things that progress you as human fucking beings and we didn't learn any of that in school. When our parents and our grandparents went to school, my grandma would tell me all the time, I took classes just for cooking. I took classes for sewing. I took classes for gardening. They knew, they were taught how to do that in school. And you can always say, you know, your parents should teach you how to do that. Well, fuck that. People fucking work. You go to school to learn how to survive in this world. Like, you're going to teach me about fucking wars that happened because you want me to know about what happened. But there, I know people that can't boil fucking pasta. And that's bullshit. I went to school for 13 years, and I didn't learn how to do any of these things. You know, Matt and I are now talking about the stuff that we need to They don't tell you how to get fucking married either, by the way. Bullshit. But it's like we've talked about what we have to do. They didn't even teach you how to have safe sex. They just tell you not to have sex in general, let alone get married. something as simple as that like like how many people know you know how how, like like when you're wearing a suit people like like no one teaches the seniors like how great would it be if 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 senior year i know because obviously prom is a big thing and then you're getting ready for college you're getting you know some people have big interviews where you guys are dressing nicer than how people do in normal everyday high school i mean unless you were me who was the only guy who wears a suit every now and again but that's that's good i am an outlier in this situation most people did not wear a suit much when they were in high school so you know or or vice versa women not every woman you know you know you know like like i don't know i i just i feel like maybe there could there could be a class where like you said with sewing where like you can learn i don't like like if the situation were to come about how to dress up for an occasion that requires you to actually dress up not throw on a nice jacket over a pair of khakis you know like actually have like actually dress up you know like you know what is expected of you when you go into certain places i you know i believe that that would be a, i would have loved to learn about that like i still don't know and and you know like i i, I would love to know that i took, I took marketing and otc and mr slater again my marketing teacher was awesome for that but and we had becca competitions and things like that which was just a marketing competition and it was so fun but it was like we were taught then what the difference between business casual and business professional and the different types of things because you never took that class and someone told you for an interview oh you need to wear business casual i've had so many people come to me and be like i don't know what that is what is that and i'm like oh you need to wear you know a skirt and a nice blouse and if you have a jacket maybe wear a jacket but you know a lot of it too is like with men, and you guys can tell me if this is wrong, like, they don't tell you what you guys need to wear. And if nobody tells you, if you rely on going to your parents and going to adults, you're adults, you know? And 
why are we not telling young men, like, this is what's going to be expected of you, and you need to prepare for that? I feel like there's a lot of things. That's expected to be taught by the fathers. But like you mentioned before, there are not, you, someone may not have one, for one thing. You know, you know like, that. That's always, that's always a possibility. You know, or, like you said before, parents work. And some parents have to work more than just 20, 30 hours a week. Some parents work 60, 70, 80 hours. Some parents travel. Not every parent is available to teach their kids every single thing that you're in a school building eight hours a day to do your, you know, you know, to do. Like, it just feels like, 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 it, like it feels like a lot of unnecessarily wasted time. And don't get me wrong. If you're into calculus and you're into algebra, learn, learn that shit. You know, that's, it's to- to- totally right. fine. That's not what we're, we're not saying it shouldn't be taught. We're saying why does it need to be taught so much to people who clearly will not use it? Clearly exactly. will not use it. You know, like, why, like why, I will never why? use chemistry, but I definitely learned that for two or three years, you know, but I'm, right. I, I, I retain I none of that knowledge. Why am I required to take these classes when I'm not going into anything that this is going to help me with? Why am I sitting here and taking, you know, like I, I loved some of the electives, like forensic science. I think, did all of us take forensic science? No, you didn't? No. Best class in the world, Mr. Broski. I hope you're listening to this show. You're, I, 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 I hope that I'm still your favorite student like I was back then, but you are the best teacher ever. Love this forensic science class. Well, and I know, like, Matt enjoyed history. Like, that was your favorite subject. I, I did like the history. medieval history. I took a medieval history class. That was fun. I like doing that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, with Fuller? Yes, yes. Fuller was amazing. I loved that class. That was, was really cool. Teacher. I didn't he think that I would awesome. enjoy learning about Islam, but it was actually really interesting. Like just learning about the history of it. Like, okay, that's actually okay. That actually answers some questions. That's actually okay. That's cool. She made things fun. Oh, one hundred percent. My favorite. She, she's my favorite teacher. And if you're listening to this, shenanigans says hi. Yeah, I, I had my own nickname. Um, <laughs> from her, so. What was that big party well, we did at the end of the of the class? What was that big party that we all? What was that? Um, where we all had to bring in foods from like from like some of like the different times that we had been learning. It was some party that, that, that after every semester she would throw for each one of the classes and we'd all have to dress up and decorate the entire, um, um, uh, the entire, I can't remember what it was, but it was one of the I coolest things that. ever. I, I loved it. Huh? It's been almost a decade. I don't know. Yeah. He's been out of school for 10 years. We've it was, it, it was fantastic yeah. because you could only bring in food that was foreign food. So people brought in some of the craziest shit <laughs> into this class. It wasn't like it, it was like a, it was like when like you would take a world language and you only bring in French food. No, people brought in some shit from places that you didn't even hear of before. <laughs> well, and, that was fun. That was important. That we was were awesome. About other cultures and like that is something that's amazing. And like we talked about this when we talked a little bit about food. I think it was in that same episode. Yes. Is, <laughs> I brought up that Ethiopian place in Ferndale. Like, I would never have tried all these different places and wanted to eat all of this different food had I not learned about different cultures. Like, there are so many places that Matt and I want to try and we want to go to just for their food. And I can honestly say, like, high school helps with that. And like you said, if you feel like you are awesome in, you know, science and math and history and that's what you want to learn about, fucking do it, man. Do what you love, but don't force people to take classes that don't apply to them when you want... I know there's basic skills. There's a basic amount. Everyone should have to take Algebra 1. You should have to take the basic courses. Even Algebra 2 is fine. Right. I was going to say anything past don't force me to go into calculus. Don't force me to go into freaking trig. Like my geometry. My what is it? What is it even used for? Like in all honesty, what the fuck is geometry ever used for? I haven't yet figured that out, honestly. Like maybe if you're now if you're a construction worker, totally makes That's sense. What I was 
totally makes sense. But for and someone like me, uh, I've never had to figure out the perimeter of a shape before since high school. Not, I worked at a once. fucking car dealership, a Domino's, and a mortgage company. What the fuck do I need to know geometry for? I'm not filming <laughs> that We need to find the circumference of the pizza. Like, no, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> here, here's the crazy thing there are fucking programs where you throw the dimensions of a house into yep. it it does all the calculations you need for it there's literally no point for us to learn fucking geometry it's, the greatest no lie point. in school history wanna... was you'll never have a calculator with you every day greatest lie you were talking about too man was 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 they had scared me so much for using credit cards that i never got a credit card yet i have yet to get one i think the only one i may have had was for discount tire and that was to only get discount tire things i used it once and then i canceled it like i never had a credit card before because they scared because all they said was credit cards are really great except for the thousands of reasons why they suck and the one reason why they're kind of convenient I'm like, cool, I'm not getting a credit card then. And it's like, and that's not necessarily the way that you should look at credit cards. Like, you know, and that, but that was kind of the way that I was, that, that, that I took the message was, all right, cool, don't get a credit card, then you're fucked. Now, granted, my credit score is fucked anyway, but that's for completely other reasons that I, that, plenty of other creative reasons that I found to screw up my own credit. Had nothing to do with credit cards. Yeah, 
Well, and they made it, you know, they gave you all these horror stories. And, you know, all of us, I'm pretty sure every single one of us have had something in our family at some time where someone has had a stupid amount of debt because of credit cards. And that's not, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's poor planning. And, oh, you know, my whoever shouldn't have done that because we didn't know. And only now we're kind of understanding credit. And it's like, it goes back, you know, college is, you know, you're, you're out of the gate being put, putting us into, you know, whatever amount of debt, depending on where you go to school. And that's at 18. At 18, you can choose to join the military, put yourself into $100,000 worth of debt, but you can't have a beer. And now you can't even smoke a cigarette. Like, that just fucked me. And that's a whole other conversation that we can have <laughs> another time. I laughed but, so hard when I heard about that because I could only think of the poor 20-year-olds who have been smoking for two years and now can't. <laughs> and I don't know, for whatever reason, I think that's absolutely hilarious. Although it, it, although it did surprise me of the timing, like because now marijuana is almost legal everywhere. And now, now we're going to, we're going to say you can't smoke till 21. So it was a little bit odd timing to me, but again, oh, another topic well, yeah, for the conversation. How are, how are the 18 year olds going to cover up the smell of weed? I don't know <laughs> We got, you got to light up a joint to cover the smell of cigarettes now. You rather have the cow smell the weed. <laughs> so, so going back to that whole college thing, college is bullshit. And let me tell you fucking why. Did you go to college? So I, I, yeah, I went to college for three years. Okay. Three years of college. And guess what I have to show for it? Death. I dropped out of college because I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. <laughs> so, but my thing is, my thing is, I have like almost a hundred credits in college, and guess what? All that was general education. The fact that college makes you go and take gen ed classes for like as many hours as they make you do it—it's fucking bullshit. And the fact that it's all like you know, it's all profit is bullshit because, um, you know, I'm spending so much money on this college experience that I think every kid should go to college for at least a year, live on their own, kind of learn. Like, it's, it's definitely something that I think On the steak too, Jesus. dynamic that you do like when I 
when my family is getting together, it's because my grandpa is in his 90s and we're celebrating his birthday, whereas any holiday, we go to your family's house and everybody is fucking there, mm-hmm. which is fine. I love your family. It's just, to me, it's like, holy shit. I have I, I literally cried at family events, like for real, for real, cried at family events because I didn't really have that experience. But we also had where on Sundays, we would go over to Nona Ta, which is my grandparents, and have dinner with them. But, like, that was the most we did. My family doesn't get together for holidays. I, you know, my, some of my family just can't be in the room together, and I hate that. But that's just kind of how it is. And so for me to go from my family dynamic, and then when we got together... We got together pretty close to some holidays, and it was immediately like, okay, well, everyone's getting together. Come on, let's go. And I'm like, oh, okay, there's going to be 10 people, and I walk in, and it's 30. Like, it's a very different. <laughs> That's how it is with mine, too. I totally understand that one. Oh, and my dad. My dad's one of 13. We're at 11 now, unfortunately, due to, you know, illness, and, you know, people get old. It happens. But, you know, we don't see each other like that we used to kind of but it was only like we'd have six of them and their significant other over which is a lot of fucking people don't get me wrong but a lot of master angels to have in one room but right like, we just didn't we didn't get together like that the last time we got together real big like that my grandpa turned 90 and i think we actually had everyone there it was the last time we had the whole family there so there was like 60 of us it was insane yeah Mad vibes is like huge, but yeah, it it was crazy. We rented a pavilion. We stayed outside. My dad made an amazing meal with the help of all the brothers and the sisters and everything. But you know, I didn't really have that experience a lot, and that's another thing where it's like your family is so tight knit that I don't understand it. And I come from a big Italian family. You think I would, but it's just not like that. You should meet my stepdad's family, man. I'm telling you. His family is um, is very, very much like Matt's in that regard. If we if they get together, it's everybody's going. It's not just like, oh, we'll, you know, we'll, you know, we'll send one aunt and, and you know, no, everybody's showing up. And, 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 and right. I mean, they will literally, they'll go on full-on week to week and a half long, like, like vacations and log cabins in the summertime every year, all together. Like everyone, and if one person can't go, then it's a whole shit show. Like it's like <laughs> it's 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 a huge deal whenever someone can't make it with my stepdad's family. Whereas my dad's side of the family is a lot different. It does, you know, it, it's it, it's more like you, Missy or Melissa. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just idea with either a year of college or a year or two of service i would say either or no you don't think I, so I think that's different. It, it's a hundred percent different okay for sure i mean i can't speak on that but from listening to both of you so the, the reason why i say that is because you know the military you have people telling you what to do where to go how to dress how to look everything like that you have grooming standards you have to cut your hair uh, you have to shave all this stuff. Women, you know, you have to have a certain, like, length on your hair, blah, blah, blah. Well, not length, but, like, it has to either be this short or it has to be up and it has to look like this kind of thing. Whereas in college, nobody's telling you what to do. Nobody's telling you, hey, get up for your 8 a.m. class. Hey, go to class at 6 p.m. Hey, do all your homework and stuff. It's something where you have to figure out and find your own self-discipline because it's something that most kids nowadays don't have, and it shows. There have been a lot of kids that have come into the place that I work, and they are so undisciplined and yeah. taking everything in me not to reach across the counter and smack the ever-living <laughs> shit out of them because they're super disrespectful, 
they act like they fucking own the place when they walk in, and it's like, you know, I can tell you to get the fuck out of my store, but that's not going to teach you any lessons. It's like, you need, like, a legit discipline. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of it, too, is, like, with the whole, like, going to college and understanding how to live on your own builds off of what I'm saying for what you should be taught in school because it would be, you know, we can't always rely on your parents to the most biggest degree because, as we've all said, people fucking work. You know, your parents aren't always going to be able to teach you everything, and you're going to school and spending all that fucking time there. They should be teaching you how to be a functioning adult. And if you want to learn these basic skills, I'm telling you, a fucking home ec class that tells you how to cook basic food, do your laundry, if for some reason you're not learning how to do that at home, which no disrespect to what you teach your children, it's completely up to you. But if you are not going to teach your children how to do that, someone's packed you. And we have the almighty YouTube now. But if people need to learn these basic skills, People need to be taught these basic fucking skills. You need to learn how to boil a pot of noodles. You need to learn how to make basic food. I don't think my brother still doesn't know how to boil noodles. You, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think Cameron knows how to boil noodles. Good Lord. When you go to college, you should be at least set in, I know how to do my laundry. If I need to go to a laundry mat, I don't know what it's like in college. I didn't go. For, but, oh, I was going to say, for me, I think there was one laundry room per floor. Okay. Um, and, like, you had to pay for it or whatever. But you were given uh, yeah. the utilities. Yeah. So you need to know how to set up electric bill, set up certain bills. When you get your own place, you need to know how to apply for your own place. You Budgeting. need to learn how to do basic skills. You need to learn how to do your laundry. You need to learn how to fucking snake a drain and plunge the toilet and do these specific things that you have to know how to do it because you're not always going to be able to call for someone. And there are certain things you should know how to do. Like, I firmly believe everyone should know how to change their oil. I don't know how to do that, but everyone should know. And I'd love to learn. And you should know how to change a tire. And you should know how to, like, treat a cast iron skillet. And just all of these different things that if you were to give it one slot in your schooling, you would know so much more. And when you go to college, it should be a required senior year class. And I bet your teachers like, wouldn't mind it either. Because most of these teachers don't necessarily want to be teaching all of the... Now, some teachers go to teach specifically math or specifically... Yeah, that's fine. But I'm sure there's a lot of teachers who wouldn't mind every now and again having a class where they teach someone basic skills like this. Just for like a little bit of a break. You know, because getting because teaching... and. And even if a teacher wants to teach math, I know so many teachers, like in high school, they were a lot more honest with us, but they would tell us all the time, like, we're just teaching you what's out of this book. Believe me, I can teach you some of the things that are a lot more useful that have to do with this subject that don't come from this giant book that they give us before the end of, or before the start of every single year. So like if teachers, I, I, I also think if they were given a little bit more free reign with the topics that they're being taught, I think that that would be largely beneficial, but it's all the higher ups that are like, no, they have to learn this, 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 and if they don't, then they can't graduate. I truly believe that there should be required classes. You should have to take basic history, basic math courses, basic science. Yeah, 100%. Things things should be elective, and you shouldn't have, oh, you're mandatory to take three years of math. It's like, you know, then teach me business math. And teach me, you know, fucking baking. Baking has so much math and rules and shit in it that you have to know. Nobody like, cares if Rodney has 36 watermelons, loses 17 of them. How many, like, no, no, no one, no one, that's never going to help me in my everyday life. That's not going to work for me. Well, he has 19. But the point is, like, <laughs> you know, you should be, you should be required to take basic life skills classes. It should be in every school at, you know, if you want to take it at, like, a junior level, a senior level, whatever, you should have to, it should be mandatory to take a fucking class like that, but it should not be mandatory for me to take 16 fucking years of math. I don't care. I don't want it. I love math. I was a great math student, but I don't think I should be required to take all of that when I could be taking a class that tells me how to cook and how to bake and 
why do I have to go to OTC to take the culinary class to learn how to cook? I would have loved why to learn how to cook in high OTC? school. I would have loved that. Luckily, I can cook now, but I had to more or less teach myself how to cook or watch my parents cook. And that's how I learned how to right. do things. But there's still plenty of things that I can't do. Like, I tried to cook pork chops the first time the other day. I think I made them right. Me and, Kate, me and my brother aren't sick yet, so that's a good sign. But I had no idea what I was doing for most, you know, for most of the time. I wish that I would be able to go, yeah, of course, I got the steak. I know exactly how many minutes, depending on the weight. I wish I knew all that off the top of my head, but I don't. I have to look it up or I have to do all of that. It would have been really nice that I had to move to a different school or like you because OTC, you have to apply, you have to get accepted. Like it's a more of a process. But if you do that, then then you lose other classes. So it's like they shouldn't make it so difficult to get, like you said, some of those classes that you did wind up getting, but it but you have to go through a whole process in order to get those. So for me, it's like I learned how to cook because, you know, my parents worked later or whatever. I was home and I had to start like, I had to start dinner. I never finished it, but I always had to start dinner. I think you finished it, though. And, <laughs> so, is that a bad joke? It's not a bad joke. Um, and so, you know, it's like, so I learned those cooking skills, you know, because of my parents. So and like, as I got out of the house and, you know, it's like I learned more cooking skills as I grew. But it's like, I... I know a lot of, like, vehicle stuff because I had a car that went down and I wanted to, like, get that car, you know, bring that car back to life, and I did it myself. Yes, I looked on YouTube, but it's like, I know how to change oil, I know how to change spark plugs, I can switch out a radiator if I have to. It's like, I know how to do basic mechanical stuff that I feel like most kids, if I told them, hey, change the spark plug, they would look at me and be like, what the hell is a spark plug? And it's like... I know what it is, but I don't know how to do it. Oh, yeah, it's the same It's, you know, it's one of those things where it's like simple vehicle maintenance that will, like, prolong the life of your car. And save you 200 hour repair? While it's cooking. Absolutely. And I, you know, I... Not to, you know, stereotype, because a lot of people have that old, like, old women should know how to cook. But, like, young men should know how to cook, too, because, and I know there's been a lot of, um, I've always seen a lot of jokes about it. The most recent one is, it's 2020, it's time for them to cook for us. And it's like, fuck that. I mean, you know, I get what you're getting at, but still. And I was very lucky when I was young. My dad cooked everything. We had a garden. He went mushroom hunting. He went fishing. He went, like, hunting in general. Like, I was very blessed with that at a young age to see my dad cooking all the time and I know Matt and I have talked about this we used to watch Food Network all the time Matt and I still watch it because it's just fun and it's interesting to me but there are so many recipes I still look up before I make them which is fine there's nothing wrong with having a reference but there's also nights where I'm like hey this is what I'm making and I get up and go make it because I know what I'm doing Right. I've lived on my own for quite some time. A lot of my friends, like Scotty and Nolan, and um, even you, I think, have come over for me to cook. But, why, you know, everyone should know how to make basic dishes. And I've lived on my own so long enough that I taught myself the stuff I didn't know how to cook. But I even texted my mom yesterday because I was making spaghetti. I was like, I haven't made it forever. What do I need? You know, I want to make sure I have everything. But I can go in there and whip up a batch of my famous nanny biscuits that everyone wants and not bad an eye. Like, I don't have to look at the recipe because I've been making it forever. When I'm going to roast a chicken and some potatoes, I know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. And it, it's like, so she, you know, she works during the week. And because of this whole thing, it's like, I'm not working. So I'll make dinner during the week. And, you know, I, I have no issue making dinner. I, I, I really don't mind it. But, and he's an awesome sir. Uh, I was going to say, and there are times where it's like, you know, I'll come in the room and be like, hey, babe, like, what should I do with this? Or, like, I made crock pot ribs. They were literally Ooh. small off the bone. Like, you could pull the bone right out. Amazing. And I called my dad just to verify, like, hey, I did this, 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 and this. And he was like, yeah, that sounds good. Like, you know, he's like, you know, let me know how they turn out. And I'm like, there's most of the stuff I can cook. But we also try new things well, every week. I, I was going to say, when it comes to fish, 
I love Melissa cook that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, but aside from that, I have no issue standing over the stove, whipping up, you know, got three burners running, like, just going, going, going. Right. But, you know, but, See, you I'm know, pretty like decent on the grill, like, but I wouldn't, but, like, when it, and, and I'm decent when it comes to, like, making any kind of, like, a casserole or, like, spaghetti, like, stuff like, stuff that you can just put a bunch of ingredients in a pot, stir together, make or something. I'm good at that. That's no problem. And I can do pretty decent from, from, uh, around a grill. I know my dad was a baker. My dad, I, I don't know what it was. It it, it 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 could be boxed stuff, but the but he would follow the ingredients out, like almost so perfectly, and it, <laughs> and it would taste better than any other boxed whatever it was in the box you've ever had in your entire life. Like he just had a gift when it came to baking, and, no, and everyone thought he always made homemade stuff, but he didn't. He just followed directions so well somehow that well, it turned out perfectly every time. That's the thing with baking. That is a math and a science thing. Like, 100%. You have to understand what's going on with the ingredients and what they do and how it's working. And that's where I say, you know, if you want to do basic stuff, anyone should know how many cups goes into, um, like, just, you know what I mean. Like, how many teaspoons are in a tablespoon and how much this is this. Because if you don't have a tablespoon and you have teaspoons, you need to know what you can use and you need to know the difference between you know a quarter of a teaspoon and a quarter of a tablespoon because if you put a quarter of a tablespoon and baking of uh, baking powder into something instead of a quarter of a teaspoon <laughs> it's not going to build up for you <laughs> and for, for matt and i specifically like the one thing you said it in the beginning like oh our relationship is nauseating we're so cute whatever our relationship is so different from a lot of people that I know, whether it's, you know, people our age or full-grown adults, where everything we do is very much a partnership, and we rely on each other for certain things, and it's like, the example of that is cooking, where he might come up with an idea of something and not quite know how to execute it, and comes in and goes, hey, I'm going to do this, what do you think? And I'm like, oh, do this, this, and this, I think that should be perfect. And we've had many things that are just like that in general. And we're able to agree and talk about things, and we genuinely have a partnership. We don't have a, oh, well, I'm doing this, this is how it's going, deal with it. Like, that's just not us. And I just, you know, that's important. And especially for, like, these life skills, there's things he knows how to do that I don't know how to do, and there's things that I know how to do that, Maybe he does know how to do them, just not to the same degree or, you know, whatever the case is. And that's important. I feel like we both learned very different stuff and we've had different experience. What are you laughing at? I want to know how many kids can pass a wall, switch out a... You know how many kids can't switch out light bulbs? Like, are you fucking the kidding? easiest thing in the world. Yeah. Like, can patch a wall, can you switch out an outlet, can you replace a light switch? Like, can you do simple home maintenance or... Are you going to live in an apartment the rest of your life because you don't know you're asking your elbow when it comes to that stuff? Right. Or when things like that happen, are you going to have to call a handyman? Yeah, exactly. Like, There's so many basic things that people need to know, and it, it would be so much more beneficial. It keeps coming back to it. It would be so much more beneficial if someone just fucking taught it to us. I feel like we should start our own life. If you require me. Wayward kids. If you, good Lord. If you require me to go to school for this fucking long and you can't teach me basic life skills, you're a waste of my time. <laughs> and I'm not saying drop out of school. That's not at all what I'm saying. But it's like there was this song forever ago by a boy and a man. I can't remember what it was called. But it was, oh, don't stay in school. And I remember hearing it forever ago. And people were like, oh, well, you're taught that in school. And I'm like, I just graduated. I was not fucking taught that. You know, you didn't teach me. I, I can find, I know Pythagorean theorem. I can tell you the quadratic equation at pretty much any time of day. <laughs> but when it came to applying for an apartment, I was calling my mom. I was calling my dad. I was trying to figure out someone who knew how to do it. 100%. And someone who could help me through the process. And that's stupid. Like, I should come out of school knowing how to find a place to live and knowing how to start bills of, you know, getting electric and cable and all of these things set up, and I wasn't taught how to do that. I figured out a lot of it as I went. I'm, I'm kind of curious. 
to know how many people know how to properly paint a wall. It's one of the things. Properly? Things. No. Could I paint a wall? Absolutely. But pro- properly? Pro- <laughs> probably not, no. <laughs> no, it, and you know, that's the thing. is like I have so much experience in trade. Uh, not just trade, but it's like manual labor. Like I, I worked lawn care and landscape for three, four years. And it's like if I ask a kid, like, you know, what's a weed and what isn't and like, how to properly cut a lawn or like do anything like that, they'd be like, I don't know, I just walk back and forth. I don't know, I know the other type of weed though. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> There's stuff like that. Like, They'll stop like, hearing you after you said the word weed. They're just like, wait, what? What just, what, what, what? You said weed, I heard that. You said weed? I heard something. You, you know, how to properly manicure a lawn, how to properly take care of like the internals in your house, stuff that, or apartment even. It's like, there are certain things where I'll just be like, yeah, just call the maintenance because I don't feel like dealing with it. Like, we had a leak in our um, shower. It's like, I knew how to do that. I just didn't want to do it. Because right. it's like, that's, A, that's not my job. B, I'm not about to go spend my own money on something that they need to replace themselves. Right. You know, and there's, there's a point where, like, I pay to live here. It's, that's the thing about having an apartment versus a house. Like, a lot of people... Like, at our time in our life right now, and two years ago almost, when we got this apartment, we said, well, I got it myself, actually. And I said, you know, I need an apartment. This is what's going to do best for me. And over the last year and a half that we've been here, even more so in the last couple months, we've been looking at houses because we've just kind of outgrown the thought of an apartment. And I love that at any time if there's something going wrong we can call someone and it's already paid for because it's included in our rent but we also have to learn how to do things on our own and be able to go do those things on our own and everyone should know how to do those basic things and I'm not talking about crazy like you should know how to change a furnace filter I'm not saying you know how to work on a furnace but you should know how to change a furnace filter you should know how to I mean, do most kids even know to clean the lint trap out of the dryer before they do another load? I'm not even sure if most kids know to do that, to be perfectly honest with you. Let alone changing a furnace filter. I don't think a lot of people even know how to do their own laundry. And I, you know, I've said it before, and I I don't mean this in a rude way, but it's like, I hate the generation below me. And it's not because, you know, they're, oh, they're young and they're stupid. No, it's because nobody's teaching them how to do things. They're handing them things. They're coddling people. I someone buy a brand new fucking Cadillac for their 16-year-old kid. Granted, they were of a different, um, what's the, of a different culture than mine, 100%. And it's like, that's, that's fine. You know, I was gifted my first car, but I was gifted a 30, 84 Eagle. That thing was a steel freaking box. And I bought my cars since then, except my truck that I was given when my uncle passed away and it's like you can't be handed fucking everything in your life you just can't it's 100% it's to the point where he was saying he was in college with someone that didn't know how to cut cut their own fucking steak like okay he didn't want to yeah like that should not happen at some point you should be the person that's like no, I got this. And, like, I, I said it before where I said, you know, I would love to have Thanksgiving at our place. It's just not big enough. And I have had Friendsgiving, and I have had friends over where I cook dinner, and we all sit and play and drink and play games and whatever. And it's like that. I used to do poker nights every Saturday um, a long time ago. But I would make dinner for everyone, and I would be like, hey, if you could bring a couple bucks to, you know, contribute to dinner. I'd appreciate it. I had one friend, Scotty, love him dearly, still hang out with him and play video games and whatever, but every time he came over, he wanted something specific. He handed me 20 bucks and said, I would really like this tonight. Can we go get stuff? And I've never bitched that he didn't cook. I always appreciated the fact that people liked my cooking and things like that to bring me money, to want to come over and do that. And... Is that just assuming that you're taking knows. orders? Like, hey, yeah, you'll you'll make this, right? Sure, yeah, just make that. I'm not gonna give you anything. Like, he gave you money for it, though. 
Right, and I've always had friends that wanted to be in the kitchen with me because they're like, I don't know how to cook this, but you do, and I'd love to see how you do it, and I appreciate that. I've had Matt in the kitchen sometimes where he's like, okay, yeah, let me just, you know, take a look, and then, you know, a couple weeks later, he's making dinner, and he brings me something that he's seen me cook, and it's, and it's amazing, and it's like, I, I have no issue with people learning from other people but it's like if I have to show you how to make a nice big chicken because you don't know how to do it when it's as easy as putting pieces of chicken in a glass pan with a little bit of seasoning on it a little bit of water in the bottom with onion and garlic but you should know how to do that roast a simple chicken I'm expecting you to know how to make eggs benedict but you should probably know how to make do these basic skills. You should know how to actually make mashed potatoes and not make them out of a bag. You should know how to roast them. You should know how to do just basic cooking stuff, and it just keeps going back to the same thing. We should have been fucking toxic. I absolutely agree with you. All right, I'm, uh, final thoughts from you guys. Uh, one of you guys can go first. doesn't matter who, but final thoughts on what we've talked about today, and then we'll wrap up this episode. Teach us important things. Uh, I, I, that's my main thing is, you know, if you want to coddle your children, okay, but they, you need to teach them how to do basic life skills because nobody else is going to do it. And everyone talks about how you want to see your children succeed and you need to give them the tools to do that because the schools aren't doing it. Absolutely. My final thought is go, go to a trade Sure, it's manual labor. Sure, it's going to suck in the beginning. But my God, are you going to make a dumb amount of money? And are you going to learn a stupid amount of skills that will literally set you up for life? College is a sham. Yeah, college is not worth it. Join the military if you want to be on your own, but want that sense of security. Make sure before anyone joins the service, coming from, from someone who tried it himself, Please do. If you think you've done enough research before you enlist, you haven't. Keep doing more research. Make sure you know what you're getting yourself into with the best you can. Research your MOS. Do not pick something just because maybe it offers more of a bonus or because you think it sounds super dope. No, make sure you know what you're doing and you're getting into it with the right reasons because it is not something that you can just, like college, you can't just drop out. It's it's Make sure you understand what you're doing when you make a commitment like that. But for definitely for trade schools, I definitely agree with you. Trade schools, I mean, I, mean, I went to a, I didn't go to a manual labor trade school. I went to a film trade school, so obviously a little bit different. But I'm so glad that I took a year where I paid $5,000 instead of going to a four-year film degree and paid $100,000 where the first two or three years would have been gen, would have been the gen ed. I'm very glad that I took one year. I went two days a week and four hours a night. And I just learned film stuff. No books. You know, your homework was learning your lines. That was that was the best way to teach me how to act. And that's how. And and, and, and that was a lot. And and if I would have came out at the end of the year hating my experience, well, then I only spent five thousand dollars, and I'm already done. I've already got my well, my certificate. I graduated I, from I a school. school. I I went to aesthetic school. I've been to a trade school as well. I'm a licensed in the state of Michigan and I only went for you know I think it was four months and I paid I think $3,500 and I still love it but I couldn't make the money I wanted to make right out the gate because I you know I started an up-and-coming spa and I still love what I do and I love what I did there but it wasn't the right fit for me and I still do makeup on the side and I've done lasting and facials for people outside of being at a spa. And, you know, I still love that. I wouldn't trade that for anything, but I would have never known had I not gone and done it. And I think that's a really big takeaway here is go to a trade school, see what you like, and, I mean, find something that you love because that's what's important. Not every every job needs a four-year degree. You don't have to, yeah, you don't have to go to college. If you want to go to, you know, is it Baker? I think it's one of the big trade schools, too. If you want to go to, I think Dorsey is the other one for, like, culinary. If you like culinary, go to a culinary school. If you like, you know, if you like working with your hands, go and learn how to fix 
cars and paint houses and do things that you enjoy. If you enjoy landscaping and lawn care, my dad's been doing sprinklers for 22 years. He did landscapes. He did, um, you know, uh, what's it called? Um, like floral arrangements inside and outside. And he found something that he enjoys. And he's in the 50s still doing it. He loves it. And you have to figure out what you're good at. And if you want to own a business or if you want to work for someone, it just, it's important. And we have to take the initiative to do it ourselves. Oh, and um, real quick, like going back to the military thing, don't trust a recruiter. Never trust a recruiter because they're just going to lie to you, tell you what you want to hear. Uh, unless you sign the contract, they're like, ha-ha, fuck you, just kidding. Um, That's coming from a man that loves his military experience. Absolutely. All right, guys. I appreciate having my good friends and co-host, Melissa, as well as her fiance, Matt, on the show with us today. It's been a while since we got a chance to record, but it felt good to get back in the studio, despite it being very lonely in here all by myself. But um, um, uh, Merlin has made sure to make plenty of noise in the background that I'm sure everybody will hear to, to know that at least uh, at least you'll know that Merlin was here with me because he loves to get in on all the all the recording action, knocking over blinds and Febreze bottles. It's it's it, it's been a joy this hour. But uh, I'm on. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you uh, once again to my guest today as well. Thank you for being here and thanks for having us. Of course. Absolutely. All right, guys. Um, I'm, uh, and with that being said, please check us out on SoundCloud and Spotify again. Um, I'm, uh, we will have an episode, hopefully, every single week. I know. I, I know. Last week was a little bit of a of a mishap, but I'm, 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 uh, now that now that we know that this style of recording works, we will continue throwing episodes at you every week uh, with hopefully new and more special guests coming your way. So thank you guys so much, and have a good one. <laughs>